Alexa, play What Child Is This? I love technology. Don't you? I love it. So what child is this? He was born September 17th this year, of course. He was 8 pounds, 5 ounces, 21 inches long. You would think his parents probably are tall. But what child is this? Now, my concern is this child, not that there have been 350,000 babies born today or will in 24 hours. That's 15,000 babies born an hour or 245 babies born this minute. But what child is this? He's a boy, so he's behaving himself. <laughs> what child is this? My, my concern is this child right now in finding out what child is this. It would probably help if we knew who the mother was. Ma'am, is this your baby? Is this your child? Would you come up here and tell us a little bit about yourself? All right, I'll make this quick because I know you're all looking at a baby. <laughs> But for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kelsey Imdek, and I am married to the one and only Abraham Imdek. Um, I was born and raised in Massachusetts, and um, there I grew up in a Christian home, and I went to Beth Eden Baptist Church that was led by Pastor Robert Dalton. I was taught about God and the Bible from a young age, and through that consistent teaching, my parents led me to the Lord at the young age of five one night after church pastor had been preaching about hell and I was convicted. My parents explained to me the plan of salvation. I repented and I asked Jesus to save me. I was blessed by parents that sacrificed a lot for me and my siblings to go to a Christian school much like this one. I attended Dublin Christian Academy from first to 12th grade. After high school I went to PCC where I got my degree in nursing and a husband. <laughs> And after college, Abe and I got married in August and stayed down in Florida while he finished up his last year of college. While we were down there, I worked at a hospital, and I was on a med search floor for about nine months until we moved back here last May. Um, in January, while we were still in Florida, we found out we were expecting, and um, we were excited to move back here towards a lot of family. And then in September, as you heard, we had Boaz Wesley, and we love being a part of this church family and being involved in all the ministries here, and so I wanted to make it official and become a member here at First Baptist. Okay, now we know why Mom is here this morning, and that's to be part of this church family. Is there a motion to receive her into the membership? So moved and supported. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed the same. But what about Boaz? Why is he here this morning? Is his dad here this morning? He better be. <laughs> he better be. Okay, uh, 
So we know why Kelsey is here this morning. And why is Boaz here this morning? Let me ask you a few questions as mom and dad. Number one question, do you realize that Boaz is a gift from God? Is it your desire to teach or introduce Jesus to Boaz at the earliest age possible, singing to him, praying with him and for him, and uh, introducing him to Jesus? Okay. Then uh, the third question is, is it your desire to give him a godly home and also a church family to grow up in. The toughest question is, are you willing to let the length of Boaz's life and his calling be in God's hands? Now, this means that maybe he will not live 90 years, and maybe he will not live next door. It might mean that God would call him across the ocean as a missionary. Are you willing to let God determine that for you? Okay. Then, because that is your desire, now we know why Boaz is here this morning. He is here in Luke chapter 2, verse 20 and 22. It says that Mary and Joseph came to the temple and presented Jesus to God. This morning, is that your desire? You want to present Boaz to God this morning. Okay, then I'm going to pray the prayer that is in, it's Jesus' life, in Luke 2, verse 40. And uh, I would like us just to bow our heads. As church family, we are praying for Boaz, for Abe, and Kelsey as they're dedicating Boaz to the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we do pray that Boaz will grow in spirit, be strengthened in spirit, even as Jesus was. We pray also that you might give him wisdom in applying your word, even as Jesus applied your word and your will for your glory. Lord, we pray that you will be with Abe and Kelsey and direct their lives as they raise Boaz for your glory. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may sit down. Thank you. So we were introduced to Boaz this morning, but what child is Boaz? Is this Boaz? He is not Jesus. Yet this is a time of year when we want to know what child is this. And there are many in this world that have no idea what child is this. And I, I point to the manger, not because Jesus is there, but Jesus is here. What child is this? I, I pray that you are considering him this morning. The angel spoke to Jesus and said, this is who Jesus is. 
He said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Which shall be to all people. Now, Boaz is going to be great joy to mom and dad, to grandma and grandpa, to aunts and uncles, to his siblings, to his cousins, uh, to a number in this church family. He'll be great joy to them, but not to all people. But there is this child who can be great joy. He, he did the work that is the possibility for all mankind to receive great joy from this child. Uh, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. A Savior. Now, we kind of say, we go through that verse, and, and we kind of hit it, uh, and we hit it lightly, uh, just because we have it memorized, uh, which is Christ the Lord, a Savior. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. What child is this? Savior. His name, the only begotten, the one of a kind, the Son of God, God in flesh, sent from heaven, wrapped in swaddling clothes, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's amazing. Everlasting life. Because he's Savior. His name says it, Jesus, or Joshua, which means Jehovah saves. His name says it. The angel said it when he said, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The Samaritans, 30 years later, when Jesus was visiting with the woman at the well and says, I offer unto you water uh, that will, you'll never thirst again. He wasn't talking about physical thirst. She goes into the city and they come back. The Samaritans gather around Jesus. And after spending time with Jesus, this is what they said in John chapter 4. Now we believe, not because of thy saying, and they're probably pointing to the woman that was there, for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Paul said it in Timothy when he wrote to him. He said, Jesus, God our Savior. 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah said it. He said, God will send a Savior, a mighty one, to deliver you. He will be afflicted. For you, he will be as a sheep before her shears is dumb, yet, uh, and he will be led away to be crucified, a lamb to the slaughter, Isaiah said. What child is this? Well, it's baby Jesus, yet he's more than a baby, isn't he? He is Savior. He, uh, the message of Christmas, I hope you understand this, the message of Christmas is Easter. That's why he came. It is Easter. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a tomb. The message of Christmas. He came to pay for your sin. He died as my substitute and your substitute so I can have eternal life even though this old carcass might lay someday in front of this auditorium in a wooden box, I will never die. I have eternal life. I will step 
from this life into the next life. Why? Because of this babe who came as Savior to die on the cross for me. He died as my substitute so I wouldn't have to die, and yours as well. He, di- he died to satisfy a holy God that could not have sin, allow sin into his presence. And so Jesus took my sin and gave me his righteousness. So now I can call God my father or dad. He came as my substitute and took away my sin, my guilt, my shame, my despair, and hell. He came to seek and to save those who are lost. He died to defeat death. So, not just any child is this. He was born to save. Salvation, Savior, save, all kind of give us the total work of God here upon this earth, bringing people from a state of death, a hopeless separation from God, to a state of everlasting life through the forgiveness of sin. It's all based on the work of this child. What child is this? What he would do when he would grow into manhood, die on the cross, be resurrected or raised from the tomb, from the dead. Abe and Kelsey will never turn their backs on little Boaz. And yet, many, many, many will turn their backs on this child. So I am praying this morning, since Jesus is the only Savior of the world, Don't walk away from the question without an answer to what child is this? What is he to you? It makes all the difference in this world and all the difference in the next. Let's pray. Father, I pray that each one here in this auditorium already has placed their faith in the work you did on the cross. And all those that are watching live stream will have already prayed and asked you to forgive them and save you, but maybe they have not. And maybe they will walk away from what child is this, never knowing who Jesus really is. So, Father, I pray even as we watch the the uh, program by the kids, that our hearts might be stirred by the Holy Spirit to answer that question. Who is Jesus to you? And for those maybe that will pray this morning and ask you to forgive them and save them and gain new life, eternal life, Lord, I pray that it might make, it will make the greatest difference in their life. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.